family and welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving today we're going to read psalm 49 and this time i'm going to read from the message bible just to switch things up for you listen everyone listen earth dwellers don't miss this all you haves and have nots all together now listen i set pain plain spoken wisdom before you my heart seasoned understanding of life I fine-tune my ear to the saying of the wise. I solve life's riddle with the help of a harp. So why should I fear in bad times? Hemmed in by enemy malice, shoved around like bullies, demeaned by the arrogant rich. Really? There's no such thing as self-rescue? Pulling yourself up by your bootstraps? The cost of rescue is beyond our means, and even then it doesn't guarantee Life, it doesn't guarantee life forever or insurance against the black hole. Anyone can see that the brightest and the best die, wiped out right along with the fools and idiots. They leave all their prowls, prow, prowess behind, moved into, the new, into their new homes, the coffin, the cemetery, their permanent address, and to think they named counties after themselves. We aren't immortal. We don't last long. Like our dogs, we age and weaken and die. This is what happens to those who live for the moment, who only look out for themselves. Death herds them like sheep, straight to hell. They disappear down the gullet of the grave. They waste away to nothing, nothing left but a marker in its cemetery. But me? God snatches me from the clutch of death. He reaches down and grabs me. So don't be impressed with those who get rich and pile up fame and fortune. They can't take it with them. Fame and fortune all get left behind. Just when they think they, they've arrived and folks praise them because they, they've made good, they enter the family burial plot where they'll never, be seen, they'll never see sunshine again. We aren't immortal. We don't last long. Like our dogs, we age and weaken and die. <laughs> what do you think about that psalm? <laughs> this is a psalm by the son, sons of Korah. And it's interesting because we're on a roll with them, it seems like. But isn't this psalm a little different in flavor than what we've heard from them in the past? So what do you think this psalm is categorized under? It's wisdom. It's wisdom. And I decided to use the message version so you could hear the voice and see how it speaks to the present day. How what the psalm really boils down to is to stay focused on God and what he's called you to called you to do and not worry about what other people are doing because life is short. Life is short, dear ones. We're not here forever not on this not in this earth in this body and so we have to be diligent about what it is that we are doing god has given each of us a role or an assignment that is for us and uniquely us no one else can do it sometimes we can help others with their assignments right that god has given them but it is up to each and every one of us to do what he's called us to do 
because time is short. The psalmist reminds us that in hard times, that we are to rely on God, that we can't rescue ourselves. There's no such thing of pulling yourself up, pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps. Who bought the boots? Where did the straps come from? God. And that, once again, one day we'll be called home. But it's not meant to be a somber psalm, but it's really just to help us focus on what our God-given purpose is. Why has God placed us here? And just like with me, I'm not going to tell you that I know exactly why I've been placed here. I have not quote-unquote found my purpose, but I know that I am walking in the direction that he has placed me in. I know that part of my purpose was taking care of my mother. I know that part of the purpose was him allowing me to be in the military that he used to help shape my personality and to see his creation, right? Part of my purpose now is going to seminary, but I know that I'm created to do something. Many little things along the way that may add up to something big. Maybe you have a big calling. We don't know. But he's called you to do something. And chances are he's called you to do more than just one thing. He's called you to be a parent. He's called you to be a caregiver. He's called you to be a spouse, a teacher, a banker, a nurse, whatever. His child. And so, as I stated, it's not meant to be somber. But it's meant for you to find out what you're here for. You, we need to be. Like Jesus was when he was 12, when his parents went to the temple and then they were gone for, I don't know, two, three days and they realized that he was gone, he wasn't with them and they had to turn back and they found him in the temple. Remember what he said? I have to be about my father's business. Well, we serve the same father and he's given each and every one of us something to do. So we too are to be about our father's business. God will take care of the arrogant, you know, Um, the wicked, the fame seekers for seeking fame, you know, because they just want it. God will take care of all of that. What we're to do is focus on what he's called us to do. So I leave you with this question, caregiver. Other than caregiving, what has God called you to do? Let's pray. Father, thank you for reminding us that we're only here for a short period of time. And you do this not because you're mean, (laughs) but because you want us to stay focused on the fact that there is a reason that you put us here. And to be honest, the way the world is now, who would want to stay in a place like this? We welcome the day where you reign and we reign with you in eternity, where we have different bodies, where there is no sickness, where there is no crime or corruption where we're back with you in the garden. But while we're here, you've given us a purpose. And so I ask, Father, that you make your purpose known to us clearly today. For those who are out there who maybe are leery of taking the next step towards something, help them to know definitively whether they should or should not. Help us to realize that you didn't call us to be timid but that we have power in you through your love. And so that we can take a step, that we can be bold, that it's okay for us to make mistakes, that we're not failures. We can get something wrong where we thought we may have heard you say go left, but 
you really meant for us to go right or to keep walking straight, that it's okay. But help us to be seeking your will for our lives. Help us to not get caught up in this pleasure culture that we seem to be in, this self-serving culture of selfies and posting on Instagram and thinking that everybody should be looking at us. Help us to look at you and to live before an audience of one, which is you, to seek your approval, to see what you would have us do, to make sure that we're aligned with you. We love you and we thank you and we realize that you are with us and that we can't take any of this with us so give us a mindset of doing good works while we're here works that reflect you and not us caregiving is one such work that we can do that many of us who are listening to this podcast either have done or are doing Help everything that we do that we give you the honor and glory in doing it. We love you, Lord. Make your purpose plain for us this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, go on with your purpose as God has granted it to you and continue to minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.